0: Sentire Media. All right. Now we're recording. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast from Italy. I'm Jason. Ashley's over there. A beautiful five October here in Piovico. And this is take two and a half. Yes, it is. Take one was awesome. We were riffing. We were rolling. It was
1: probably the best po- podcast we've ever done.
0: My jokes were landing. It was gold.
1: We, were, we had energy. So much energy. The stories were so vivid. We talked into the microphones for a solid hour. Solid hour. I looked
0: down to hit stop when we put them down, and we got low battery at 20 minutes. So <laughs> on our Tascam DR-40 linear PCM recorder, when it gets to low battery, it stops recording. And... My job as engineer, I'm, I'm chief engineer here at Podcast from Italy. And my job <laughs> is to make sure that the recording is, gets done and put up, and Ashley tags it and does all her social. Um, I was not wearing my monitoring headset, so I didn't know that the thing cut out. So he will
1: be beaten severely.
0: I will be beaten this afternoon, don't worry.
1: <laughs> so, uh, good luck with this version. I feel like it's not going to be nearly as good. Probably not. We but we'll try. Today is 5 October. It is now, holy crap, Ten
0: fifteen in the we morning. We started this hours ago. We started this hours ago. Uh, this is procrastination, and um, this is what gets you... This is what happens when we, you don't have real jobs.
1: No, but we have a lot to cover. Our last podcast was <laughs> August 25th, and it's October. So no. September was... I. I was gonna say busy month, but for us it was busy because we actually had guests. Busy, we didn't do shit. We went on a couple road trips. <laughs> we had get. Uh, we had one of my friends you come had, and one stay. What did your friends come for a week? And we had a good lunch. I wouldn't call that busy. Like, I wouldn't really either. We've realized also, by the way, that our lives revolve around lunch.
0: Now they do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we have cultivated mass this, this summer, <laughs> and now it's time to stop cultivating and start harvesting. No no one really bulks up over the summer like we did. We did. We decided to bulk up. And I'm sure a lot of a lot of you who are listening are feeling in the same predicament I hope so we're all in this together but we got fat over the summer when normally we run around like crazy and get
1: nice and get slim fit. and tan. If you can't tone it, tan, tan it. it. So Gachi's right about this autumn explosion of fat, I think. <laughs> well, let's jump in.
0: So at the end of September or at the end of September, sorry, the beginning of September, once all the kids went back to school, um, we've been hanging around here for quite a while and we want to go on a little road trip through Italy.
1: So we were contacted by a Facebook, Instagram friend, um, fellow expat who's been living in Italy for almost 30 years. And she said, if you ever, if there's ever a time to come visit the Cinque Terre, Come now. She has a bed and breakfast there and has had it for 20 some odd years, I think. And she invited us to come and stay at her lovely place, Villa Valentina. And we thought, you know what? Let's do it. Why not? Out of all the times, let's say yes. Let's say yes. And so she said it was like it was Come Una Volta, like 20 some odd years ago, without the crazy tourists, without the Americans, before Before Rick Steves. Steve's. (laughs) So we loaded up the car, and it's about a four-hour drive. Four hours Uh door-to-door, exactly. From our place to Levanto. She lives just the next town north of the five famed Chiquetera villages. She's um, just past... Monte and and um, is in Levanto. Um, we took off early in the morning and decided to break the trip up,
0: stopping in Carrara, which is about three-quarters of the way there. Uh, Carrara is famous. You've probably recognized the name for it. It's marble. It's got that beautiful white marble with the like gray veins running through it and um
1: driving up to it too you were just as we were getting closer you're like are those the mountains are those the marble mountains and (laughs) was like yes and really carrara we've all we've never been it's always been on our list to check out friends have said it was cool um but we were really there with one main objective it wasn't so much carrara but that a teeny tiny village just Above it. I don't know, maybe it's six kilometers, if that. Whatever. Felt like a half an hour drive. <laughs> and you go past the town and um, up the hills, with, along with all of the big camions, the big trucks full of marble. And these are not slabs.
0: No, they're blocks. So, Carrara is a working man's town, like it's built around this industry. Um, it's very, you can feel just like it's people who work. Yeah. Um, the infrastructure there is perfect, meaning the roads are good and the, everything's nice because you have this industry that relies on taking these huge, I have no idea how much they weigh. They're giant. It fills the whole back of a huge truck and driving them down the mountain um, to where the industrial zone is for them to then cut it up and then take it by train to the port where it goes onto ships all over the world. Uh, it's really, really interesting. And driving up to Colonnato, you get closer and closer to see how they mine the marble out of the mountain. And they cut it out in these blo- perfect blocks like Jenga. Like that Jenga game where you just slide a block out of the mountain.
1: It is... Uh, incredible to see. And mind-blowing when you start thinking and seeing signs saying, oh, these are Roman quarries. Like they, the Romans have, this has been going on forever up there. And just that they knew how to do this and it felt like we were going back in time.
0: It's really, really, and there's dust of marble in the air everywhere. I'm sure it's great to breathe (laughs) and uh, you can hike. And um, we didn't have a huge amount of time. So next time we go, I definitely want to go back and take like a guided tour and learn all about the logistics Mm -hmm. of getting it out and the history of it. It's really. Oh, yeah. Really... We had a lot of questions. If you're here and you're like, okay, what else is there to do besides see churches and all that? Go to go to Carrara because it's it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, That wasn't our mission this time.
1: No. What was the objective? The objection was. Why do we want colonnata? Colonnata
0: is famous for its lardo. Yes. Lardo di colonnata. Lardo di colonnata is fat from the back of the pig, uh, t- the neck towards like the first few ribs right at the top. And it's the best part fat of the pig. Um, And then they put it under salt in these marble boxes. But rubbed with spices. Rubbed with spices and then under salt. You would then wait about six months and then wash it off and slice it paper, paper thin, and serve it on like a salami and prosciutto platter. The difference between uh, how they do prosciutto and how they do this, la- this lardo is the prosciutto is put under salt for a shorter, short period of time, anywhere from a week to two and a half, three weeks, depending on the type and the size. Then it is washed off with white wine and hung to cure in a controlled environment, um, whether it's a cave or, or whatever, the humidity and temperature is controlled. The lardo, on the other hand, is put under the salt and left there, and it gets kind of watery in there, and the um, marble does something. We, I haven't really researched exactly how to do this. The marble does something to pr- promote a good bacteria, flora kind of thing. Environment. So, going on there. Um, and then you, it gets uh, washed off, and then you just slice it. Um, it is phenomenally delicious and you think just sliced fat that's gross it's not no. <laughs> it's it's not it's it's phenomenal and in your mouth for being straight fat it's not greasy it's salty enough but not overly you can tell that there's spices go- like different rosemary and garlic and clove and all this different stuff but it's not overpowering it's it's really really nice <laughs> so we wanted one of the
1: boxes (laughs) we have tried we tried this years and years ago i don't remember where some festival i'm sure and it's rare in our area because it's not from here and so you'll find a few farmers pig farmers who are interested in do their own carrying salamis and stuff and they you know everyone kind of takes it to the next level or try something else mm -hmm. but they
0: won't do it in the marble i have not seen a marble box around here and i haven't seen them leave it under they'll Cure it in the similar way as prosciutto. Under the salt, wash it, hang it to dry. Mm-hmm. This is not hung to dry. This is this kept in the box for like six months. Six months. um So we got one of these boxes, and I would say it's um I don't know the exact. It's not small. It's not big. It's probably like take four shoe boxes and put them all together in a no, cube. like two. No, Ash, I'm looking it's at way it. bigger. <laughs> Ash, come on a shoebox is slightly bigger than if ashley gives you weights <laughs> measurements distances any kind of Wait, scale or something the first
1: time we did the podcast the first recording i thought okay this time i'm gonna say two shoeboxes, and i'm gonna be right that's
0: <laughs> still wrong ash um the now inside the the cavity inside this it's one piece of marble you just take a cube and s- dig it out so the walls are about Two two and two and a half, three inches, five centimeters, six centimeters thick. It's really heavy for the size it is. It's just – And
1: wow. then just a heavy marble lid on top. And tell them how you cure the box uh, or you, what you – like how to prep well, you, uh, it. Well, to prep it, you wash it
0: out – wash the box out real well, get all the, um, the dust, dust and, and stuff like that. And then you take a whole head of garlic and you cut off the top and you just rub it into the walls to on the bottom it, to I guess. season it. Yeah. And, and – s- Something about the garlic has good bacteria that kind of starts off the the whole thing.
1: And then when it comes to the seasonings for the... Lardo di Colonata itself, it is, seems to be like family secrets because each larderia has their own little recipe. The, a lot of them involved Kyoto di Garofalo, the
0: uh, uh, clove. clove. And, it, and it was, it's really good. And we went, um, we went to a little larderia shop. Off this the town
1: is maybe 200 people.
0: Yeah. It's tiny. When you get teeny, up there, tiny. it's tiny, tiny, tiny. And, um, there's four places to get a lardo sandwich in the main piazza, which of course you have to do. Um, it's, and they don't put two slices of lard when you get a lard no sandwich. they don't
1: put the skinny slices no
0: well the slices are transparent they're very very thin but they put it on like cheese like i holy thought it shit. looked like
1: cheese on
0: but it was delicious. <laughs> Not,
1: but it's lard. Um, and it's just a crappy panino like you get everywhere else. But the lard just makes it work. And this is what the workers who would go up to the quarries and, you know, get out the big slabs of stone. This is what they would put in their pocket as they went up and would be their breakfast or lunch. And You it-
0: eat one of these, you have you have enough energy to heart to quarry marble mm-hmm. to dig out marble
1: exactly so that was really cool so we i don't
0: know exactly how to do it i have to do a little bit more research i got one of the little books on on how it's done and i'll watch a couple of youtube videos and it's um but definitely worth a stop definitely worth a stop if if you're in that in that area
1: well all that lard made us hungry so actually we weren't even that hungry but it's time for lunch so my uh our road trips, our travels tend to be dictated by our bellies at the same Yours, time. Ashley thinks a
0: vacation <laughs> means just going to restaurants. I just I- think it's
1: eat your way through this next town. So I thought, okay, we're going to be in Carrara. We've been going on um, – when Jason was going to the hospital and a few other trips recently, um, we've stopped at some of these what I like to call truck stop diners. Now, it's not really like a greasy spoon diner, but it's like these spots off the auto strata.
0: Industrial zones. Industrial
1: zones where you get a lot of truckers or you get a lot of the workers and you get a cheap lunch. You eat well. Uh, spendy pokey, manja ben, manja ben is spendy pokey. Eat well, spend a little. And so I was like, well, let's check out around Carrara. And instead of going into the city center, because who knows where we could park? <laughs> it's all about the parking. Let's check out more of the industrial zone. And sure enough, I just did like Google restaurants or whatever and was reading the reviews and came across one where it mentioned both Operai and laboratory immediately. And those are workers. And where workers go for lunch is where I want to go for lunch. And sure enough, this place was not far from the entrance exit to the autostrada, right kind of on the skirt edge of the industrial zone and very unassuming from the outside. You pass it
0: into, you didn't even realize. It's no, we
1: walk in and it was almost a little nice. Like I thought, Oh, well I wasn't expecting tablecloths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I wasn't sure. I was like, well, I thought this said worker guys. And within minutes of us sitting down, the place started just filling up from retired couples and um, locals to, like, the postman coming to eat, to all the guys in the orange jumpsuits, to the businessmen. And it was like, oh, no, this is the spot. And we just got, like, the menu of the day. Yeah, so there was a couple of them. Mm -hmm. We got the most expensive one. The seafood. It was 20
0: euro. Like, 20 bucks, you ate, like, a cake. The beautiful pasta, uh, antipasti was really, really nice. The
1: fish was all cooked perfectly. When we left, it was like, oh, my God. That's going to be the best. This is going to be the best meal of the trip. Jason was like, you have started off very strong wrong with your restaurant choices so um it's called Osteria da Gloria if you are ever in Carrara I would like to go back
0: (laughs) when we go to when we go back to Carrara to take the tour we'll definitely go there for lunch for sure it's it's not unassuming it's just
1: 20 bucks for two it was great 20 bucks ahead oh was it yeah I don't even know if it was
0: yeah it was for fish lunch
1: Whatever. It was cheap. Um, Then we decided to get, well, not decided. We were heading to the Cinque Terre. So back in the car and up the coast. Um, We went um, a little bit north
0: of where we wanted to be, which was Levanto, uh, to Bonasola. No, we went further than that. We
1: went just a little further, actually. Uh,
0: Scroll in. He's looking at the map. Oh, there it is. We went here. No.
1: Divina Marina or I something so. like that, mm-hmm. and then took
0: the coast down for a little pretty drive along the coast. Um, this is like uh, these. Ro- um, no cars are really can go into the Cinque Terre. You, there's a train system that works great, and you can walk or bicycle everywhere. Um, and it's because these roads on the on that follow the coast are no joke. Like, mm-hmm. It's uh it's it's not crazy. Bu- it wasn't crazy busy with cars. It's just they're turny and they're tight. And if you're driving, you don't get to enjoy the the scenery. Those sitting in the passenger seats get to enjoy how beautiful it is
1: without sweaty palms. <laughs> I don't get sweaty palms. You <laughs> but pit it's out. like oh my god. So Levanto, we highly recommend. This is where we stayed. Like I said, just one town north, um, a four minute train ride to the Cinque Terre, and it was lovely. We were about a long walk or a short bike ride, um, five minutes outside of the city center, the beach of Levanto. And I have to say, it was really nice not being down there in the heart of it all,
0: because it's, there's, even though this was supposedly dead, there was plenty. It was still plenty busy. It was packed. Um, All the little towns were. Um, and I relatively packed relative. Well, for us. it was plenty for me. Yes. Um, and it was just nice to be, have an after dinner after just like Ash said, it's just nice to be just far enough outside where you, it's quiet and mm-hmm. it's, it's
1: the place was called Villa Valentina yeah. and it was little apartments that everything you needed and. Bikes were perfect. We did the e-bikes and went to Bonasola, the next town north of there, which was five kilometers through the old train tunnels.
0: Never, never rode an e-bike. The train tunnels were the coolest thing. That was the coolest. They, I loved. They that. took the old tunnels and made them into walking bike paths, and it's five kilometers between the north, uh, the town north of Levanto, Bonasola, and it was just so nice to do, to ride it in the day or in the night. Mm-hmm. It's cool when it's in the heat of the day. It's the nice and cool. Night, tunnel stay cool that,
1: in the evening. Evening, it's lit inside. It was really fun. And the e-bikes were awesome.
0: Okay, e-bikes? We know, I've never ridden an e-bike before. E-bikes, you get the... The um, credit of doing exercise by riding a bike all over the place, but without any effort.
1: Exactly. It would be like, let's kick it on. <laughs> Tunnel blast through here. It was it was a kick. I liked it a lot. <laughs> um, but now let's get into exploring the, actually the five famed towns. So we started with Monterosso because we, it was the next yeah, the First so stop on the train. The,
0: the five of them are Monterosso, Monterosso Vernazza, Cornelio, and Rio Maggiore. And
1: Manorola. And
0: Manorola is at the bottom? No. You Did skipped I skip it? it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's in inland a little bit? No. More? Oh.
1: <laughs> the green dot. Oh.
0: Um, and those are, they're all in this little kind of, not a cove, but the kind of the the the, the coast kind of...
1: Comes in. Comes in I a don't little
0: know. bit. I um, don't They are um, very close...
1: Just, it looks like when you're looking at a map, oh, it could be a bit between them. If you were driving, it could take, like, 45 minutes to get in between them. If you're taking the train, it's, like, four minutes like four in minutes, between yeah. each stop. And if you're
0: walking them, which is what the main thing to do is, is hike between the, the all the little villages. mm mm-hmm. um, Which was great. Okay, let's go for a hike. Yeah, let's hike.
1: I'm down for it. Um, This is not a vacation hike. No. This is like, I could have a heart attack hike. Uh, Make sure to keep an eye on what um, marker we're at. So in case we need to call for an emergency help. It was... I had read, oh, it's this is. there's like three different ones you could take. The light, medium, and hard. And we were like, we'll definitely do the light one. We, we haven't done anything this summer. And it just sounds like a nice morning stroll. And it says it's about two hours. And I thought, oh, we're good walkers. We walk. Like, we could do this. No, no problem. Oh, my God. I had no idea. It was all uphill. It was, I don't even know how an entire walk is all uphill. <laughs> it wasn't all uphill. But the
0: <laughs> the thing is, um, the, the villages are down... Down, along and then, the water, <laughs> along the water, and then when you get on the trail, you immediately just start climbing. Um, you have to get into the hills and then follow the coast. So you go in and then come out as the coast comes out and go in and come down and go. In. It's um, legit. It's legit.
1: It is not a oh we're going to go for a walk. In no, no the wonder the people make fun of Americans for going in flip flops. I cannot imagine. Yeah,
0: this is a. You have to have the right shoes. You should probably have some water if you're going to do this. Hundred um, percent. I don't see how you could take small children or strollers or, or like, it is a hike. No.
1: Thankfully, we did it first thing in the morning. There was barely anyone almost no one on the trail with us except for one unassuming unsuspecting couple and ahead of us
0: yeah they were they were a little bit younger a little bit fitter she had the walking stick thing so it was like all right well we're racing you now
1: now yeah. we have to race so it's just become the amazing race and you're our number one competition because i'd like stop to take a couple pictures and Jason would be like they're getting ahead
0: yeah th- so <laughs> I, I figured if we could keep up with them we're okay um there was a couple parts where it's it's like and they you know every i don't don't know a couple of hundred meters there's a like you are at post 12 mm-hmm. um and it was like all right this is post 12 you got to call the call the ambulance because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna die here this is I no saw a joke. pregnant
1: lady walking i thought what is she doing she
0: was much sport she was sporty spot she was she was pregnant and she was gonna kick that trails ass. oh my god I just thought... it's just not a if, if you go there knowing we're gonna hike and and prepared you're you And you like hiking, you'll be fine. But if you go into it thinking, oh, this will be a nice walk while we're on vacation with
1: it's between lunches. No. 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 I heard horror stories of hilarious hilarious horror stories when I started posting some of the pictures on Instagram. And it was like, oh, my gosh. So, yes, if you're going to do it, be prepared. Do it early if you can. Um, It's really pretty when you're in there. I mean, the trails. It's gorgeous. It's stunning. And the views are gorgeous. um, But like Jason said, wear the right footwear. It is not. um, Paved. Paved or a, a proper—I mean, it is a trail, but it is not flat. N- or
0: sometimes there's dirt. Sometimes it's just boulders that you're walking on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to step over like a little stream. I, mean, I was staring
1: down the entire time. Uh, so yeah,
0: you don't look <laughs> around; you stare down, looking <laughs> you're at like, where you're going. And and the climbing—it's a lot of climbing. Mm-hmm. So when you we like we we're huffing and puffing, we get down into Ver, it was Vernazza. Vernazza, and it was like, oh god, okay, thank god, here's the here's the village.
1: He's like, I just want to jump. I'm, we're going straight to the beach. I'm
0: Going straight to the beach. And
1: as we're getting into it, he could see it and he goes, What the? There's no fucking beach. And he realized. Uh, the Cinque Terre is not about the
0: beaches. <laughs> no. Um, uh, Levanto has one. Monterroso has one. Verna- Bonasola has one. But a lo- they're not beach beaches. Like no running in the water. There's a place to swim. But uh, sometimes you have to climb down rocks to get there. Sometimes it's just like this little place where they launch the boats and you can swim there. It's like, I'm not going to swim where they launch the boats.
1: Um, and don't forget, in the Cinque Terre, these tiny towns, you're on display. Because there's so many people there, tourists, with all this activity the little quote-unquote beaches are teeny tiny and yeah you are on yeah it's just a bunch of people got like the little
0: towns are packed um there's no (laughs) beach like
1: i know when we got to Manarola later um for lunch jason was we were watching again this one was just rocks this was just like huge rocks people were diving off off of or sunbathing on and Italians will find any slab in the sun and put down a towel and lay there for but it's hours not comfortable. and claim it not comfortable at all. And um,
0: my arm's still kind of not a hundred percent, so I don't know if I want to jump into the sea and then have to climb back up rocks to get out. He's
1: he's a super strong swimmer, better than I am. But exactly with the arm, it was like, oh man, this isn't really a good idea. No, but... um,
0: so that was a, that was a <laughs> so bummer. It's
1: just like what
0: the hell. So the so all these little all these little towns are what I consider packed. Like there is not a lot going on in these towns, except tourist shops, um, fakasha places, restaurants and bars. There's really not a lot of Mm -hmm. stuff there. Um, You don't get the full appreciation for how quaint and kitschy they are. When you're standing inside of them, you have to get onto the sea to look back and see, Oh, this is really built into the mountains and the colors of all the buildings and, um I don't see any reason staying in one of those f- places to wake to say you woke up in the Cinque Terre I guess but there's not a lot there.
1: No, and especially if you're looking out at the water from being outside of the Cinque Terre in the Levanto to being right in the heart of it in like Vernazza it's, the it's same like you're, water. it's the same water you're looking you at. Don't look so at. um So, But like you said, the best way is to see it from the sea. So you could do the ferry, um, which is great. Jason kept saying it's not like the Staten Island
0: ferry. No, it's not a giant (laughs) ferry. It's a small little ferry, and it's the most economical way to get on the water and see the different towns because you can just get a day pass and kind of just get off and get on. You can, of course, take the train in between the towns, but... The train gets packed. Um, I'm just The ferry was packed, too. Mm-hmm. The middle of the rangeway is what we did, which was take, like, a uh, afternoon group. or sunset cruise with a small group. Um, that was awesome. We loved That was out. awesome.
1: Jason, at first, wasn't really down. He, I think he thought it was going to be super cheesy. An aperitivo sunset cruise isn't normally something we sign up for. Um, but I was like, it's the last night. Let's see it from the sea. This will be great. And it was fantastic we
0: lucked out because we were the only it's boat seats like 12 or 14 people we were the only people who signed up for it so he said the
1: the night before was packed and the next night was sold out but for some reason we got lucky uh it was just us so we stopped and
0: he let us snorkel and um we stopped it we drove up the coast or drove no motored motored up the coast and saw each one of the five five towns from the sea with the sun you know setting in the west and putting the perfect light on all of them. It was really, really nice. It was. Um, and then of course, if you want to be baller, you can charter a boat, from any size up to yacht, from mm-hmm. tiny little boat to yacht. And oh, we were with,
1: daydreaming about it
0: for yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> we saw some, there are yachts. <laughs> there are definitely yachts
1: there. Because we spent one day in Bonasola, just at the beach, and then went to a beach club, just relaxed. <laughs> the <laughs> and, water was really nice. And, and, and Bonasola is not part of the Cinque Terre. No. It's north of it. hmm But that's where I would recommend. It felt like a really...
0: It was just quiet. It was
1: quiet. There was... The little kids running around. It was like families, oldies, and us.
0: Yeah. Whereas <laughs> the Cinque Terre was just mobbed with just tons of
1: talk. Oh, my gosh. And all the selfies oh, and the, TikTokers. The
0: TikTokers and the Instagram <laughs> doing it for the gram. <laughs>
1: I know. The one chick who kept putting her leg up. Oof. And it would just keep getting higher and higher in the photo. And finally, Jason was like, she looks like a dog taking a pee. Like, oh, my God. What is going on? Um, yeah. It's, it's a little... Uh, the, the,
0: it's a little much when everywhere you turn, it's people, insta-worthy. instaworthy and people doing all the, the things.
1: <laughs> Grammy, I,
0: I guess it's just in the, the world we live in now.
1: But it was fun. It was the one thing before. It sounds like we're like shitting on the Cinque Terre. No, not at all. Okay, um, but I we did say like, what the hell, Rick Steves? Like, the, I grew up with, on his books, and he loves this place, and it's sweet. But it's like, okay, great. Let's start exploring some other parts of Italy, Rick. Let's come to Marque a little bit. It's
0: extremely <laughs> touristy. <affair.
1: laughs> um, but one thing that blew our minds was the pesto. Everyone kept saying, Oh, try the pesto. Try the pesto. Oh my gosh. All these articles or blogs. I can't get enough of the pesto. And then I added more pesto pasta and I was just getting so sick of it. And I thought, yeah, I get it. The pesto. Fine. Well, we go out to dinner with, um, Paula from Villa Valentina and she's like, try the pesto. It was like, fine, we'll try the pesto. It was awesome. You guys try the pesto. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like any pesto
0: pesto I've ever had. The, the olive oil there is really neutral. So it doesn't have that heavy. It's not a paste. It's very fluid. Um, the, the, um, type of basil they use there is not very overly powerful that you don't, I don't know what they, I don't know what they did. Um, the pesto with trophy is the name of their pasta that they, that they put it on. Um, Try it, it's awesome. It's like no pesto I've ever had. No,
1: I thought, okay, fine, we'll get some pesto. And then it literally was just like every other freaking blogger that I read, it was like, well, where do we get more pesto? How do I get more pesto at these meals? It was
0: great. Um, real, fo- uh, real, um, they're focaccia. Okay, so
1: to me, they're focaccia in most of the Cinque Terre towns and the ones that I looked up that, um, that we stopped at that had been written about yeah. what recommended whatever um we're really soft well i think i think their type of focaccia is soft
0: and it's really greasy with a lot of olive oil i like crunchy bread i did so. too the,
1: again bonasola scored for me with the best focaccia we had it was a little more crunchy it was, on had the a bottom. little more crunch yeah, to it, it was, i guess i just like it a little more well done so if you like it pillowy
0: no i think that's what that is mm-hmm. it's a pillowy soft oily they put a ton of olive oil on it that's that's it. It's,
1: that's it. You like crunchy bread. I like a little crunch to it. Um, but if it, it's definitely worth a trip. I oh, don't... and hello about the food, too. Anchovies, anchovies,
0: anchovies. Oh, yeah. We brought so they're home. everywhere. They're anch- everywhere. So we got a, um, a thing of anchovies under salt. In uh, a big glass jar. Jar, and that's what they're famous for there as well. So we'll be making
1: different things all winter with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, oh, we did. We just had a little... Bruschetta or a little toast with butter and, and the anchovies. It was it really was perfect. good, perfect. Um, but definitely
0: take a boat ride of some sort. We saw goats grazing on mountain these mountain these hill goats that were like on the side of the hill grazing, just on the cliffs to the sea. It was crazy. Uh, I kept
2: going.
1: Where are they going? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, we saw, uh the the captain who was f- born and raised there. He, um, he pointed out Marco. Marco. He pointed out where the um, abandoned vines are in between the towns. That you know they they abandoned the vines because there was no money. In in, the, in, in making wine, and they're trying to get money to revive these. And you can see the terraced land, and you can see some of the poles still f- from uh, where they had the, the vines.
1: Plus, just being on the water at sunset, it's nice. It, it I'll give a really shout-out. Right. Rosa de Venti Boat Tours. You can find them. Google him. Google him. Um, he's out of Monte Rosso, no? No. Levanto. It was out of Levanto. Mm-hmm. Okay. And definitely worth it. Exactly. So... The Cinque Terre was lovely. Do you think we'll go back? Was it worth the hype? Oh, silence on both. Okay, so moving right along. Uh, <laughs> we did enjoy it. We checked it off the list. If we went back um, or we were going to northern Italy and wanted to stop around there. I mean, listen, we were super pumped about Carrara. But you could tell that we were like, all right, saw the Cinque Terre. That was cool. Yeah, it's, it's very
0: beautiful. If it's on your butt, it's, it's all... Instagram photos. Like, <laughs> if you want to go there and to take a photo of the famous little Lagoonie, you know, thing in, where was that? Was no, that was uh, Vernazza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then go. It's pretty. It's pretty. There's lots of there's lots of
2: pretty.
1: But places. Spe- like you just said, there's lots of pretty places in Italy. On the way home, we thought, well, let's just break up the drive. Um, it was a little too early to hit up that lunch spot in Carrara, so <laughs> trust me, it was considered. Um, so we stopped in Lucca, another place we've never been to. Luca is – they had money. Whoever – back in the day
0: when they were building that place, they had money because their wall around that city is phenomenal.
1: Yes, totally intact. I've never seen one like this. It is
0: huge. It is wide, the top of it, and there is a 100 meters of of like open grassland before the road where you picture like – was there a moat there at one time? Was there, like, defense
1: there? The grass around it sets it off for some reason. It's really it's, cool. It's
0: gorgeous. And um, you can get bikes and uh, bike around the top of the, the wall. And the, it, was, um, it was packed as well.
1: Luca was packed. Cinque Terre is... Jason keeps saying it was packed, but... That is just his. Then then I wouldn't want to go. If it was any more oh people, gosh. I wouldn't want it's to go It's that we're there. so used to living so deep in the well, countryside without anyone. That, that to me, I know it wasn't packed. People talked about you couldn't even get off the train. Well,
0: think of, like if, when you were hiking on the trails, there's some places where two people cannot fit. Going, you know, if you meet another person, one person has to wait for the other to pass. There's a lot of places like that, and if there was a bunch of people, there would be you would just wait. You
1: oh yeah, you have whole... to have reservations at every restaurant because they're tiny. Like I know it would have been a whole different thing, yeah. but um, Lucca was packed. Luca it was, was <laughs> packed.
0: Um, beautiful, tons of ch- every piazza had another church. They're all made out of marble. It was. Gorgeous. We
1: stumbled upon the best pizza I've ever had in Italy. Yeah. Um, not easy to find really good pizza. But it just we walked past it. We looked at each other, turned back around, just had a vibe. We weren't even really that hungry, but we were, it was like th- there's, sli- something, there's about something about this, this place. place. Let's split a,
0: let's split a, split a piece Hole of pizza. Hole in the wall, tiny. It was
1: awesome. It's it was like if we p- ever opened a pizza place, it's kind of the look I would go for. And it's some
0: of the best pizza
1: we've had. Oh, my God. I when, After we got home like a week later... Jason was like, do you want to go back to Luca? And I was like, can you not stop thinking about that pizza either? No. (laughs) (laughs) But Luca was great. We will definitely go back. We'll rent the bikes. That's one for, to spend the whole day and evening and be there for a night or two.
0: You can spend a night or two. And I'm sure around Luca, there's probably tons of stuff to see as well.
1: So that was great. And came home. And then shortly after that, my girlfriend who I grew up with, um, who lives in France, came down for a few nights with her husband and daughter, which was just, it meant we needed to clean a room. It meant like, I don't know, it was just so nice having someone here. It was (laughs) nice,
0: getting the house kind of a little bit prepared. Mm -hmm. And it's fun to play tourist in our own area. Because we don't really do the...
1: We only do it when the friends and family are here. Yeah, we
0: don't do the touristy bit in our, Mm our area. So it was nice. Went to the sea one day, we went to the mountains, saw wild horses, showed them.
1: And then... Like a freaking switch. The weather flipped. So we had warm, gorgeous September. And then right at that last week of September, we went to rain. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad we got it all in. We got about 10 days of good rain. And today, what's today? Seventeen. Oh, not bad. It's a little windy out of. Yeah, it's been pretty warm. It hasn't gotten cold. 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 The evenings aren't too bad for the time of year and the the wet weather we're having, but we could use it and it's nice. Um, stacking wood, stacking,
0: starting to stack wood. The um, the pool's covered. The garden. We're starting to pick up the garden because. Um, Tomatoes died a few weeks ago. There's nothing out there, so getting the poles down, getting picking up the irrigation system because you don't need irrigation if it rains all the time for the for the pump or not the pumpkins, the um, cabbages. You went up on the roof, which sounds like yeah, great. Okay. Our house is pretty tall. Went up on the roof. <laughs> Our
1: house is pretty tall.
0: Fix some shit. It's a big deal. You have to get out this super long ladder. You take your la- and if you fall, you die. So there's that too. <laughs> there's
1: that. I told him because I had to hold the ladder on the inside. There's a window on the third floor at the top that you have to climb a ladder straight up, and I'm waiting there with the, to make sure when he's ready to come back. I told him, listen, if you fall, make sure to scream. So I know, no silent deaths here. You've got to scream, so I know that you fall off the roof, and I can come and call 911, and they take them an hour to get here. But you had to go fix some little, uh, what what's you call
0: that? It was like the cap for
1: one of the vents on the roof mm-hmm.
0: broke, and with the rains coming, wanted to make sure we plug that. Nothing big, but getting on the roof is a big deal around here. <laughs>
1: I know. Speaking of big deal turds, um, oh I wrote... <laughs>
0: So, we need to get back to work because Ashley has become a turd investigator. It's ridiculous. Every morning when she goes and opens the chicken, she comes back with her turd report. <laughs>
1: I can't stop. Um, I both can't stop loving or investigating. It's true. Uh, part of it is because I'm looking for predators who are trying to attack the chickens and identify what animal it is. But every once in a while, you give future. <laughs> there you're like whoa jason you gotta come check this thing out she thinks
0: that she thinks that it's directed towards her because <laughs> it's either right in front of the door to the chicken coop or on the stairs the little four stairs she has to walk down she's it's like a look, direct message it's like... a direct message they're sending messages <laughs> look at this it's got berries in it where do they find berries
1: oh my god so that's what happens when i, um, I don't have guests to keep me entertained
0: um, <laughs> speaking of berries that is uh, speaking of berries that's a good transition um, good berry year this year. We have um, <laughs> yeah, it we, was. W- um, here we have what's called fruta di bosco, which is like uh, f- berries of the woods, fruit of the woods, and we have one main type, more or or blackberries, like blackberries. And for they did pretty well this year.
1: Yeah, and we actually had time to go and get them. Yeah. So I would go out, every, you know, a couple times a week and collect my little. So um. Ashley has a
0: little girl's uh, pail like you would take to the beach. Like, Some
1: guests left yeah, it behind. Yeah, it's got like
0: unicorns and like seahorses on it. Yeah. And it's a little girl's little kid's pail. She fills that up halfway and comes back and is proud doggy. Very proud. She's like, look at all the berries I got. This is so awesome. Look at them. <laughs> the other morning, we're driving down the road and the oldies squad was out. Now, what's the oldie squad? Well, there is a squad of retired older people who come through uh, and take
1: all the whatevers they like clean through like freaking ants or they, something they're really like good. carpenter ants. They're
0: organized. They're knowledgeable. They have a Implements? lot of time, and they have two homemade tools like, like claws claws with buckets under them, and they can come through an area and get all of them in very short amount of time. So we're going down, and this we're, we're coming down the road, and this one lady is walking up the road, and she has a she how old? T- <sighs> Late seventies. Yeah, gotta be. She's got a twenty-liter or five-gallon bucket, just brimming full. And Ashley's mouth drops, and I go, "You're you're you are not." Uh, you said I should be ashamed of myself. You should be ashamed of. Yourself. Look at that.
1: <laughs> My sad little sand bucket that I take out, compared to this five-gallon bucket that was freaking overflowing. Yeah. And then I just, for days, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I'm going, where did she go? She just out hustled you. Oh, my God. That's she, what he
2: kept saying.
0: <laughs> she out-hustled you. So I'm um, not only – they get the the oldie squad will get fruit De Bosco. They'll come through and get the wild strawberries. They'll come through and get all the walnuts. But there's a mm-hmm. walnut – like a grove of walnut trees. Uh, they'll come through and get all the mushrooms. Like they will come through and they're just – machines uh we didn't get enough to make jam or anything or marmalade. no but just for
1: some desserts and i've got enough in the freezer pancakes <laughs> and things like that but um, <laughs> the but i was put to shame for sure uh autumn
0: also brings um the hunters back we wake up in most mornings to hearing gunshots and hearing rickety four
1: by fours going down the road uh at early morning hours um Oh, yeah. Well, and in anticipation slash a preemptive thank you to start hunting season, Gaji and his buddy Claudio, um, who they come over basically every morning. Well, five or six mornings a, a What's week. What's basically out of seven? So that's basically yeah, every morning. Yeah, yeah.
0: They're they're here at before sunrise for their coffee and just a little, a little Bullshit, Yeah,
1: And then afterwards on their way back on their home. way back uh uh-huh, to talk about how it actually went or to argue <laughs>
0: well it's i love it now you might say do you really want two hunter guys in your house at 6 30 every morning i like it i'm an early person i like seeing what's them also kind of
1: funny is claudio is like a neat freak and he comes in and my hair is all crazy like we're just in pajamas and stuff and he will be like in the full outfit not a A thread out of place.
0: Well, what I didn't realize is hunting gear, like the clothes they wear, are super. It's like ski gear. It's super expensive and it's really nice. Mm -hmm. And he will freak out if he gets this stuff muddy. And it's like, dude, you're going hunting. You're chomping through the woods for like four hours. What do you mean you're gonna? You don't want to get muddy? What are you talking about? Um, But he'll come in in the morning with it, like, like did you press that stuff? Exactly. What's going on? So, um, he's a nice guy, and he wanted to throw a little preemptive thing Thank you, because he knows
1: they're going to be here Busted for the next three months. Uh-huh. He said that when he comes over every once in a while with a friend, like to go mushroom hunting and stuff, and he'll pass by to say hi, and he'll talk about coming over here in the morning to his buddies, and he is, says how the first few times he would say to Gaji, like, we shouldn't go. It's so early. It's six something in the morning, and they just finished their season of guests, and Gaji would always tell me, no, 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 they like it. They like it. <laughs> Um, But yes, they wanted to make us a fish feast Because they they live on the coast And
0: he made brodetto, which is our um, Like a fish stew, like a fish soup But not as much, it's not soupy There's liquid
1: to it, but it's not a soup And he was doing the rustita, The grilled fish, Mm -hmm. and that's all we wanted But because gaji's Bebe gaji We needed to have Have pasta pasta,
0: Because God knows you need three courses, not two Which um, reminds me of a couple of great gaji stories um, we, if this wouldn't be a podcast without, um, without... We gotta rip on gaji Ripping on Gaji a little bit. Gajji's our adopted, our adopted Italian papa. And, um, he busts our balls all the time. So it's time so we can bust his a little bit too. Gaggi's hysterical because, uh, for two things recently. One, um... We needed backpacks to like light backpacks. We don't have like a day light backpack to take on this, yeah, this walking chinqueterre exactly. Thing. So I know he's a hunter, he's got to have a hundred backpacks. I go, Do you have any back like a light one to bring over? He's like, go, I got backpacks. Comes over a couple of days later with a box, like, there's like eight of them in Jay, there.
1: A couple of days later, he came back the same night. Did he? He was like
0: obsessed with the backpacks, yeah. Anyway, he's got, like, eight of them in there. and, and, and Half
1: of them have tags yeah, on it still. Still
0: tags on them. And um, he's like, choose a, take a backpack. All right, we'll take a backpack. Well, one then, of them...
1: So I pick one. And, and then he's like, pick two. You need two backpacks. So it's like, great. All right, whatever. He's like, I never use these. Take the backpacks. Great, we take the backpacks.
0: So in one of the backpacks, we're emptying it out, and we find all this crap in there. And it's from... This one was never never put on, really. It's one of those freebie ones from the 36th Congresso Nazionale di Cardiologia Firenze, 1-4-Junio-2005. through 4, junio 2005. So, Timio gaggi We his, found his badge. We found his badge. We found an expired packet of whatever pills they were hawking at this thing. That had expired.
1: The... the, the- Congresso was 2005. The pills expired in 2008. Yep, and the like, pens ran had run out of ink years ago as well. <laughs> like, um, so
0: obviously this backpack was never put on again.
1: No, we just thought it was funny. So we thought it was. Funny. Oh, and of course, a pack of tissues. And a pack of <laughs> tissues. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be. You couldn't get a
0: gift bag without a pack of tissues. So um, next time Gaji comes over, I'm like, tell me about this. What was this? Tell me all about it. He goes, oh, he sits back. You know, I uh, get to Clinton, he's, uh, he goes, oh, Gregazzi, back in the day, being a the doctor. good old days. The good old days. So back in the day, the pharmaceutical companies would put on what they would call congressos or expos or whatever, and they would take these doctors – all over europe they'd take them to greece they would take them to florence and put them up in five-star places they'd take them to paris and take them out to dinner and then hunting
1: trips hunting and...
0: trips and fishing trips and all this crap basically kind of like bribing them to, sure. to, to to use their he misses the
1: bribes he misses oh, the, the bribes, bribes. <laughs> he goes oh
0: it's not like that anymore the good old days anyway he tells us the story about not this one <laughs> that we found the badge for but another one that they took him to they took him to uh France or to, to, to Paris. Paris, he said. Oh, Ragazzi, we stayed at whatever Louis the Fifteenth hotel, whatever hotel he said, and th- there was this black tie dinner that all the doctors and their wives went to, and he goes, ah, oh, the French is a first course, an- the anti, p- the the primo, they bring out this giant, he said, they bring out giant um, silver bowls with the shaved ice that's piled in a dome with all the frutta di mare. In it, and Gaji's not a guy to go along to get along. Like he won't just <laughs> no, sit there sir. politely and and pretend like he's been there before. No, sir. He, tell, he tells him, he's, he tells the waiter, I'm not eating this shit. Listen, take all this raw crap, take it back to the kitchen, cook it, toss it with some pasta, and bring it back out <laughs> to me. <laughs> He doesn't want any of the raw fish. He's a ball buster. He is a ball buster, even back then. So um, this was hysterical, him telling us all about the back in the day, good old days where all these cardiologists sit around in this fancy hotel and smoke cigarettes.
1: (laughs) 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 All the cardiologists, which uh, taking him back in time to the good old days uh, reminded him. He's going to need to get that backpack back. Yeah, then the he goes, so I'm going to
0: need those backpacks. You got those backpacks? It's like, yeah, here you go. They're yours. But here's the weird part about Gaji. He wants the backpacks back that he's never worn. But he came, comes over and goes, mm, my brother's sick. He's not using his car. Here, you take it. Take I don't the car wa- Take a car I don't want a car You take it it's The insurance is paid for the, the the road tax is paid for You just keep just it Just keep it keep Just it here. keep it here Keep it here You can drive it if you want to So the r- car is okay <laughs> to keep But the backpack
1: <laughs> Last used in 2005 I'm gonna need those back <laughs> I'm gonna need those back <laughs> So we made sure to give them back to him <laughs> It's not like I was trying to keep, keep him or anything either. It was just, it made me think of my grandpa. It was hilarious. So, so it's back to the good old days. Gaji every morning. I love it. Yes. The lunch was great. The fish was beautiful. And it's always fun to have, do a little lunch like that. And fun because they brought everything. And Claudio, like we said, is an neat freak. So he had everything, like, prepped out at home in Tupperware containers. Yeah, he had his shit together. All the fish was clean. Brought it here. Just had to, like, assemble it. And um, even through that, got you busted balls. So it was good, though. Uh, what do we... Oh, oh, last
0: thing. We had an election here in oh the 20th. Gosh, yes. there, there was a regional election. So I think, like, 10 uh, regional elections voted. And that's not the point of the story. Uh, if you want politics, go online and read about it. But, um the one thing that's so <laughs> interesting here is how they com- campaign still so, to this day to this day so you don't see like um like plaque like Signs on people's driveways or in their houses. They all the all the politicians put up the signs in like the piazza on like a bol- like poster board. The
1: same place you see like where people died. Yeah, the announcements
0: <laughs> the announcement for the, for the dead. dead people.
1: Um, or it's like on these like mini billboards as you're heading into town. And nothing
0: really comes out until maybe a week or ten days before the mm-hmm. election. I don't know if that's a rule or a law or what, but you don't see any of it. Or if
1: it's classic Italian, they just wait just till the do last, the last minute.
0: minute. My favorite thing that they do is whether you are in. All over La Marque, because we were in uh, Ascoli, a big town, and I saw it in Urbana, is maybe three <laughs> or four days leading up, they will either have a if – you're, if you're a candidate with money, you'll get the billboard truck. That has the PA on it that announces you, you're you're running for candidate, and a
1: huge billboard on the back,
0: and a huge billboard on the back. If you're don't have as much money, you'll just have a guy in a four by four jeepy looking thing with a like a sign on the top. But all of them will have the PA that is turned up to eleven. Just blaring, so you you can't understand anything. Point <laughs> <laughs> Elezione, Giorgio so They drive, super, they drive slow. super slow, they go through all the neighborhoods and they blare this up their and down shit. the road. And since it's for each candidate, you'll get like six of them because there's not two parties yes. in Italy, there's
1: like 12, 12
0: or whatever it is. Um, it's hysterical to see. Mm-hmm. You can't, it's so overmodulated. you can't understand anything i know Anything and at first saying.
1: we're still so gr- i mean 14 <laughs> years but sometimes we're still so green with some of these things or forget and you'll start to hear the loudspeaker and you're like what what's going on is there some like festival thing going on down the road and then all of a sudden you're like oh no split second later you're like that's right elections get ready for it here comes the uh the billboard train of yeah. <laughs> them talking over each other even on the microphone <laughs> things over modulated like jason said and the cheaper ones it's almost like they just strap a megaphone to the roof Absolutely. or out the window Absolutely. it is homemade for sure
0: it's great so um uh, the elections came on the 20th. You can go online and see how Italy changed, but, um, it's smaller, my...
1: big, they go through those towns. Oh
0: man. It's, it's great to see. Mm-hmm. And it's such a throwback to me, even to this day. I know. I do that.
1: I love it. Well, that is, um, a good highlight or a good teaser for the next podcast that we do. We'll talk about Scully Piceno and San Benedetto. <laughs> next podcast. That the last be... one we did was the 25th I know of This August. could be leading up to Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> <could be> <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um speaking of Christmas though, that makes me think of gifts, and I have to say really quickly, a huge, sincere, heartfelt Thank you to you guys, you podcast listeners, you wonderful people, not only for listening, but I don't know what it was. Uh, we received like a handful of totally unexpected gifts in the mail. Which are, which are not, please. We, oh, we, I'm not saying this to tell you to send us stuff. No, it's just appreciated. It was just it's not totally totally necessary. From like kitchen cooking okay. gadgets to, no, what I was going to say was just a handwritten card. No, you handwritten know, from, cards
0: are so nice. That
1: was, you know... For me, the one, what is it, Loosely in England, um, Sue, th- it's just so sweet to get a handwritten card.
0: And Kenny sent me uh, Kenny sent me the c- Can- Canel the forms. forms. Oh, Kenny the-
1: wants me, I think Kenny likes fat Jason. He wants Jason fat again. Well, his wish has come true. <laughs> but- <laughs> well, Kenny, Kenny a
0: few years ago sent me the bread forms to get me yep. back into bread. And now he sent me the canal forms. Which are
1: gorgeous. And then we had Jody, someone who we were doing the workshops on Move to Italy with, send us... Right as we were declaring we need to go on diets, we received a box of cereal three boxes. Of- <laughs> Cereal and junk food, which, which was gone. amazing. are gone. Oh, my God. They They're were immediately, Jason said. I know we're having don't do dinner that. tonight. Please
0: don't, don't anyone, please don't anyone <laughs> no. do that. I don't need sugar cereal in my life. But it was incredible to open up a box and go, I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, there
1: were some beautiful Tricks. Italy books in there, too. But it was definitely the cereal and chips <sighs> that got our attention. But um, just wanted to say very unexpected. And thank you. So thanks for thinking of us. It's really nice. What do you got going on for today? Um... Whew. We've, I've been stringing peppers from the garden. I'm trying to... We, the, tomatoes didn't do well, but the peppers did extraordinary. Certain years, they don't go all the way to red.
0: No, this year they did. They
1: went all the way to red, and we got a lot of peppers. And we've got a ton of the ancho and cayenne, and I already did the jalapenos. So I've been learning to tie them in different ways or to thread they look them. They
0: good. Um, since we don't have guests, I planted a garden thinking we were going to have a whole season of guests. So 120
1: pepper plants. You got to figure out what to do with these. Seriously, I was like, "What are we doing with all these peppers?" Because this is a lot of peppers, and no one
0: wants them. No, <laughs> no one wants them. You're God like, why you, wouldn't they want God them? God, he thinks they're way too spicy. He thinks, yeah, they they want either um, people around here either want the the long ones, the corn, um, the corn pepperoni de corne, the long eating peppers. The squ- They're long
1: and gr- light green.
0: Light green. The, the square ones, normal bell, bell pepper, peppers. Um, or the long cayenne for uh, spicy ones for that are in Italian cooking. When they see like jalapeno or they see ancho or even sweet peppers that are Hungarian or anything. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. We have the
1: beaver dam. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No, thank you. Oh, my gosh. This wasn't even that like barely any spice to it. Gaji comes over the next day it is like what are those peppers what have you done to them i ate one and had them for dinner then later that night i touched my eye and i oh and i thought what a wuss <laughs> like, he's been talking about this pepper forever it's like dude that was you ain't saying nothing yet but anyway um was there so anything you're, else? you're tying up peppers i got yeah i got to tie up the peppers oh and i've been trimming the hedges outside which is a bit of a process Trim.
0: It sounds real interesting. I know. Stuff. Just no, trying to get
1: the body moving. Yep. Move your body. Move your fat body. That's going to be
0: it from us. What do you got to pimp for this week? This, this, uh,
1: um, throughout the fall. Oh, things aren't looking so great in the States at times. I wouldn't consider our move to Italy workshop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: That's an honest, uh, plug right there. Um, <laughs> the 2021 calendar is also up online and you can check out all of the cooking workshops but if you are in the meantime over the autumn thinking "Hmm, what are we gonna do are we ready for something else in life maybe we should move why not (laughs) chat with us we'll give you the inside scoop check out the virtual move to italy workshops either the um, 90 minute call or the four calls that are a total of seven hours and um other than that yeah kind of just going over the website making some tweaks and planning for next year
0: there you go it's
1: <clears throat> it's uh at least it's a change of season yes yes hopefully
0: that will bring Better fitness. times.
1: Yes. <laughs> all right. Very all good. All right. It's time. This was number two and a half of recording this. I hope we got it. It's like noon already. I Jesus. know. This is crazy. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good one. You know where to find us, Um Shoot us a message at info at if you want to ask us any questions for the next podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places, at latavlamarque. latavolamarche, L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E. And that's it. Have a good one. Ciao,
0: ciao. Sentire Media
2: Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy.